You're listening to the Homeschooling Families Podcast by Teach Them Diligently. Welcome! Every week, we bring you simple answers to help your homeschool family thrive. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. Over the last few weeks, I've been doing a series of podcasts specifically designed to help you go back to homeschool with the right mindset and strategy. This upcoming school year can be your family's best ever, especially if you approach it with your mission in mind. So be sure to check out the last two podcasts in this series where we discuss some tips and resolutions to make your homeschool year exceptional. This week, we're going to explore one of the biggest questions or struggles that homeschool parents face and the one that I get asked about more often than any others when I'm counseling and mentoring homeschool moms. The enough question plagues our minds and makes us question whether we're doing the right thing, making the right choices, or whether we're even enough to do this job that God has called us to. It shows up in a whole lot of ways too. So if you've ever struggled with any of the enough questions, today's episode is for you. One way to overcome some of the more surfacey enough questions is to take advantage of resources that are made available to us, especially the ones that can help us fill in the gaps in areas that we don't feel as well equipped to cover. Worldwatch News can be one of those resources for your family. I've been playing around with Worldwatch News for the last few months, and I've been really impressed with the ease of use, the interesting content, and their approach to keeping families well informed about what's going on in the world by presenting the facts of the issues and then allowing us to discuss them and form our own opinions about them. Worldwatch is an easy way to cover current events and even some special interest stories with your children each day in a short amount of time. Then, you can enjoy the conversations those stories seed throughout the whole rest of your day. Go to worldwatch.news forward slash TTD to check out Worldwatch News today, and you'll get 30 days free to try it in your own home. Again, go to worldwatch.news forward slash TTD to check that out today. I also want to make sure that you're aware that our annual Back to Homeschool Conference is going on now. This is a fantastic conference with tons of great information to help you overcome those enough questions you may be asking yourself. There are more than 35 speakers and 70 workshops all available on demand, but be sure to get your ticket now before we close the door on it forever. Go to teachthemdiligently.net forward back to homeschool to get your ticket today. Again, that URL is teachthemdiligently.net forward slash back to homeschool. All right, so we are going to be talking about those enough questions, like I noted in the introduction. And, you know, they show up in so many ways. Am I enough? Am I doing enough? Am I smart enough? Am I patient enough? Have I taught them enough? Can I teach my special needs child? Can I teach my homeschool teenager? Can I, or can I get them ready for college? Can I give them the socialization that they need? So many different ways that this enough question shows up. And it really intimates a 
a, a tremendous amount of insecurity that we all wrestle with because we recognize the immensity, the enormity of our job as homeschool parents. We are taking on ourselves the sole responsibility to educate, parent, prepare, do all of these things for our kids in a world where for a very long time, people have looked at some of those things that we're taking on as outsourced things, as things better left to the professionals or whatever it is. So there is there's really good reason, understandable reasons, why we would struggle with those enough questions. Um, but, but because of those, so many find themselves just kind of mired in this insecurity, mired in questioning themselves, mired in not even making decisive moves. So there's like all of this um, instability that comes because of it. And so before we even begin to launch into our new school year, I want us to look at those things, break them down and recognize um, you know, who God created us to be and why these enough questions can be easily tackled when we allow our theology or what we know to be true, what we believe, how we live our lives to show up in really, really practical ways within our families. So the first thing that I wanted to look at is that just straight up, am I enough? That big picture question of, are you enough? Can you possibly do this thing? Are you kidding yourself that that you are able, you are equipped, you are the one that is supposed to be teaching and educating your kids? So I would posit that not only are you enough, are you good enough, smart enough, whatever, but actually only you are enough. And, and that's because God created you to be the parent and teacher of those children that he put in your home. God, in his infinite wisdom, knew that you were the perfect person to do that. He knew that you had the perfect temperament to match with and to work with your children. He knew that you had the everything that you need equipping wise. He he would equip you. He would make you worthy, ready, all these things to do all that he has called you to do because he is faithful. So the very first thing that we have got to recognize as we're asking ourselves, are we enough, is where are we putting our trust? Do we truly believe what we say, that God is all powerful, that God is all knowing, that God makes no mistakes? If we believe those things, then we have to recognize how that factors into, am I enough to parent and teach my children? Because God put them there and he put them there, whether by birth or by choice. You know, there are a lot of families out there that I talk to that have chosen to bring children into their home through adoption, through fostering, through all of these different ways that are so beautiful and so important and so such a great picture of God's love for us. But even in those situations where sometimes it gets a little stressful and and you question if you're able to, to meet the needs of some of these children who can be so, so broken, 
please remember what you believe and remember that God didn't make a mistake there. God knew what he was doing. God himself created your family and your dynamics. So the very first thing to combat this feeling of am I enough is really to kind of flip it on its head. Is God smart enough? Did God make a mistake? Well, no, of course he didn't. God created you to do what he has called you to do, to be the parent and teacher of your kids. And because of that, you can rest in the fact that you are enough through his strength and through his power. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But the second thing that I want you to remember, and we alluded to this just now, is God makes no mistakes. He didn't make a mistake when he when he called you to homeschool. He didn't make a mistake when he put your family together, even with that child that you have a really hard time connecting with or that you have a hard time seeing into their heart or figuring out how their brain works or that child that has special needs that you have no idea how you're going to meet. God did not make a mistake. God in his wisdom created your family exactly the way that he wanted it. Therefore, God in his power and in his goodness will equip you to to do what he's called you to do. The third thing I want you to remember as we look at this enough question is that God's plans for you are much greater than any that you would ever have imagined for yourself. When I'm speaking about this, I often tell about the the first time that I was really, really convicted and confronted with this truth about how big God's plans for me as a parent, as a homeschool teacher. We were sitting in church several years ago and we're learning what was at the time a new song by Keith and Kristen Getty. And so we had a song sheet. We're learning this new song. We're singing it together. And my eyes shifted down a couple of lines to a verse that was coming up. And God just stopped me in my tracks and really, really impressed on my heart in that moment how big and how wonderful his plans for me were and how I so easily buy into the world's view of what I do and the world's... um, doubts and fears that they kind of push at me to make me unstable on my feet or insecure in what God has called me to do. The lyric goes like this. It says, speak, O Lord, and renew our minds. Help us grasp the heights of your plans for us. Oh, moms and dads, how little we understand who we are in him. How little we understand our our tremendous calling and how little we understand how willing God is to walk right there with us and work through us in the lives of our children. So are you enough? You are by the grace of God exactly who your child needs to be their teacher, their parent, to shepherd them through every stage of their life. There is no situation that you are going to come upon that God is not able to equip you to deal with. Um, one of the things, though, that it's really important as we are as we are looking at this enough question and as we are trying to line up our theology, what we believe about God with how that looks within our homeschools, within our families, is to really remind ourselves all the time of who God says we are. You know, the Bible tells us to cast down imaginations and to take our thoughts captive into the knowledge of God. So when you are faced with struggles, 
when you have doubts that arise, when you just don't know that you can go on or that you should go on, or you're questioning every decision you've ever made in your life, I want to encourage you to go back to what you know about God. There's, I'm going to give you in the show notes a link to a, a list of 40 identity verses from God's word. These are great ones to commit to memory and to just kind of have on hand to look at. If you if you go through God's word, I'm just going to tell you a few of the little things that God tells us about who we are, because I think that that will shore up your faith and your confidence in what he's called us to do. John 1 12 says that if you believe and receive Jesus, you're a child of God. Second Corinthians 5 17, you are a new creation. All those old things are passed away. And I want to really, really kind of stop there for a second because a lot of the things that make us question whether we're enough or not are old things that we need to let go. The Bible tells us to cast our cares upon him for he cares for us. Let go of that baggage. Let go of those failures. Let go of the things that, that Jesus wants to forgive and give you grace to get past. You are a new creation. Take hope in that fact. Galatians 2.20 tells us that Christ now lives in you. It's no longer you that's doing this, but God wants to work through you. That is such great hope. 1 Peter 2.9, you're a chosen people. You are God's special possessions. Romans 8.37, you're more than a conqueror through him. All of these verses keep pointing us back to the source of these wonderful things, which is who we are in Christ because of Christ. We are enough because of Christ. Psalm 139, 14, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God did not make a mistake when he made you, when he gave you the intelligence that he gave you, when he gave you the personality, the lack of patience that you may struggle with, all of those things, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And one of the things that homeschooling does for us is it allows us to be refined in some of the ways that uh, we may struggle with. It gives us opportunities to look at ourselves through the lens of how God sees us and through the lens of how we are impacting our children and to grow closer to him, to allow him to work in our own life. And that's a really important thing to do for you to be enough for your children and to take advantage of all of these things that I'm telling you from these, these identity verses, you have got to be drawing near to God day in and day out. He is your source of strength. He is your source of focus. He is the one that you have got to be resting, abiding in his presence like John 15 tells us to do. It is in his presence that you will have fullness of joy, that you will have direction, uh, where you will be able to hear that still small voice and where you're going to hear God answering the prayers that you pray for your children by speaking through you um, in ways that you would have never imagined, giving you ideas, giving you wisdom so that you can turn around and give him praise for the work that he's doing in your home. So you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, 2 Corinthians 5.20 says that you are Christ's ambassador. We are all ambassadors for Christ. You get to show a lost and dying world what life as a believer looks like. And your family gets to be a billboard for a lost and dying world of what God's people look like and how a family was designed to function. How amazing is that? 
It is so awesome what God is allowing us to do. But when we focus strictly on enough, am I enough? Can I possibly do this? And we put our eyes strictly on ourselves. We find that we are not bold in what we're doing. We are much more apt to give up and we do not follow through and live to the, um, to the level that God has called us to. So I want you to take your eyes off of yourself this school year. Recognize that you are enough because of the God who called you and created you to be, that he is the one that put your family together. He is the one that allowed you to start teaching your child from the moment you brought them home from the hospital. They learned everything from you how to speak, what their colors are, how to walk. You help them through all of these things. There is no reason that you cannot continue to guide them as they learn every step of the way. So I want to encourage you that you are enough because of God and because of God alone. The second thing that I want to really cover this morning is, am I doing enough? That was That's a, a Big question for an awful lot of people. Am I doing enough? Are we covering enough? This seems, you know, for a lot of people, they look at homeschooling and it seems so easy. If you're coming out of a public school situation, I would venture a huge guess that you are going to find that homeschooling is way easier than what you are dealing with there. Why? Well, because you have an enormous amount of flexibility and control over what your children are learning, what times they're learning it, and how they're learning it. So you are able to go with their bent, with your own bent. You're not fighting against... Um, really a corporate structure that's not designed with your child in mind. So there is an awful lot of, of ease that comes along with that as you remove those friction points. You'll also find that because you're not having to rush through the mornings to get them to school and then let them be gone all day only to bring them home and then have two or three hours of homework to do in the evening where you're just really at a loss as to how to even help them through it because you weren't involved in any any of the learning process there, that you're able to cover all of that stuff that they're covering in school and a lot more, honestly, in an incredibly short amount of time because homeschooling is one of the most efficient ways to learn on the planet. Probably is the most efficient way to learn. But homeschooling allows you to teach right to your child, right at the pace that your child needs to learn. You're able to take detours and learn together all of these interesting things that that just excite them. So that in, engages them in learning in a way that they're not allowed to do or they aren't given the opportunity to do in a more structured educational environment because that environment is set up for a lot of kids, as a homeschool family, you are able to set up your educational environment to one, two, three, four, however many kids you have, really, really leaning into what makes each of them individual and unique. We talked in um, a recent podcast with Dr. Kathy Cook about our children's identity and how we as parents are the ones that get to help them recognize the struggles that they have and the negatives that they're having to deal with, but, but not let them be defined by those. And so often in a school environment, they become defined by these negatives, by, you know, I'm not smart enough, I can't sit still, I can't do all of these things, whereas we are able to see these 
this this activity, this this even the strong will, we can help them refine that and take how God created them because just as you are fearfully and wonderfully made, so are your children. So as homeschoolers, we are able to take all of the things that they are fearfully and wonderfully made and teach them to cor- to corral those negatives, to to get a hold of those things that they struggle with and to by God's help and by God's grace, turn those into positives that he can use in the days ahead. So you find that all of this is happening naturally during the day. And a lot of times your actual academic work, the stuff that you think of as school doesn't take very long at all. So you question whether you're covering enough, um, you're, they're learning enough, are you doing enough? When actually, if you kind of step back and look at it, you're probably doing way more than they're getting in school because of the efficiency of what you're doing. I want to share some things that I learned recently because I think that it will, that these will be a comfort to your heart as you are, as you're struggling with the, am I enough? Am I doing enough questions that we're looking at today? This is, this is from some research, I'm, I'm working on a book right now about heart school and the heart school method of home education. And um, I'm hoping to have that out within the next month or so. And so I hope you'll pick it up. I think it'll be a huge encouragement and help to you. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot more on the podcast, but um, I want to walk everyone through what the heart school method of home education is and how it can really set you free as a homeschool family. But as I was doing the research for that book, I came across some very interesting things, and I've thrown even, way more research in than this into the book, but a couple of things I wanted to share from you is there was a study that was done um, by, you know, Purdue, you know, I think it was Purdue University. It was shared and, and expanded by the University of Wisconsin-Madison, perhaps. I don't have the exact citing here in front of me. But they noted that the single best predictor of student success is the extent to which families encourage learning at home and involve themselves in a child's education. The single best predictor of a child's success is you, mom and dad, being involved in their learning and encouraging them to do so. Homeschooling sets you up for so much success in that area or set your child up for so much success because they have so much parental involvement. And it's not just the teaching parent that gets involved because one of the beauties of living life as a homeschool family and having kind of a learning lifestyle is if the other parent isn't at home, isn't involved in the actual teaching, then over dinner or in the evenings or as soon as the other parent comes home in our fa- in our family, it was dad. As soon as dad came home, it was like dogpile dad and tell him everything that we learned that day. So you're all engaging in this learning. The kids are getting to share your deepening relationships. There is so much that is just natural about homeschooling that is efficient and does so many great things for your student that they cannot get any other way. Here's some research from the National Home Education Research Institute that tells about how homeschool students fare 
Typically, home-educated students score between 15 to 30 percentile points above public school students on achievement tests. So on those standardized tests, you are going to find that homeschool students generally do much better than their, their traditional school counterparts. Now, I want to give a couple of cautionary words on this. One, I don't love standardized testing because, especially when the kids are younger, because we as homeschoolers tend to take a different path um, of education than those who are in a brick and mortar school. So when my children were younger and their grade level in the, the South Carolina public schools may have been doing, you know, civics or South Carolina history or whatever, we're like, you know, back in world history and doing all of these big things. We've worked all the way from creation to modern days and we've learned all of this stuff, but it doesn't line up with what the public school kids are learning. So there will be some things that could be frustrating for them. So I, I want you to recognize that, however, where we really see that homeschool kids thrive is in their ability to reason, to take data and work their way through it. They're able to think critically. They're able to make connections because so much of the learning that they do is so intentional and so um, conversational and so natural that they are able to parlay that into very high test scores because of the way that they're, they've learned to think and they've learned to reason. So they do between 15 to 30 percentile points better than their traditionally uh, educated counterparts. 78% of rear view, I'm sorry, peer-reviewed studies on academic achievement show homeschool students perform statistically significantly better than those in institutional schools. Again, Homeschool students are excelling. It's so, so exciting. There's also, you'll be happy to know, because one of the enough questions is, do I know enough? Am I educated enough? And so on. But the research shows that whether homeschool parents were ever certified teachers or how highly educated they are is not related to their children's academic achievement. So, Truly, you having letters behind your name that show that you are a great teacher does not matter. It's your engagement, it's your involvement, it's your shepherding of your child's learning that is going to make such an impact on their lives and on their futures. Also, they uh, homeschool students typically score above average on the ACT and SAT and those college uh, admissions exams, and they are increasingly being actively recruited by colleges when they and they graduate from college at a significantly higher rate than those who were not homeschooled. So across the board, we are seeing that homeschool parents who struggle so deeply with these questions of am I enough are preparing their children by God's grace excellently to do what God is calling their children to do in the days ahead. So that is really my takeaway for you this week or what I hope that you take away is that because God is good, because God makes no mistakes, because God is all wise and knowing and he created you to parent and to educate your child, you are enough by his grace. I want to encourage you to stay close to him, to find your identity in him, to take your thoughts captive when those doubts start coming, because there is an awful lot of data that shows that you are not only doing enough, but you are overshooting this. 
as homeschool families, you guys are killing it and your children are benefiting greatly. And so I just want to see you go into this homeschool year with more excitement, with a renewed vision, with a renewed passion for what God has called you to do, and then allow him to work and stand in awe as he does day in and day out. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope that this has been an encouragement to you and a help to you. There really is no reason for you to to dwell on those enough struggles. You're going to have them pop up. It's going to happen. But remind yourself of those things that you know to be true. Remind yourself of the great privilege that you have and the one who gave it to you, the one who will equip you, the one who fearfully and wonderfully made you to do exactly what he's calling you to do right now. And do it well. Do it with all your heart. Uh, You will never look back on these days that you spend educating your kids and regret any of them because there is nothing on this world that you could be doing that is more important than investing in your children's lives in this way. Really quickly, I want to remind you, go check out that Back to Homeschool conference that we have going on right now. It is fantastic. The amount of amazing information available in there is almost overwhelming, but you have a lifetime to dive into it. So though you cannot possibly um, enjoy all of those sessions within the time frame of a week, you are able to take advantage of them whenever you want to. On Thursday night of this week, David and I are doing a live Q&A for those who are in involved with the um, Back to Homeschool Conference. So make sure that you make your plans to join us there. I can't wait to see you and to talk to you and answer your questions specifically. I also want to encourage you to check out World Watch News. You can try it for 30 days free, and I think your family will really, really benefit from that. So go to worldwatch.news forward slash TTD to check that out. Uh, Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently, so we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events. And then throughout the year, when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community, check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.